Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. Levant, and this is Mega the Podcast, where we are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community. Oh, what a true treat and a true treasure. My friends, thanks for joining us today. Just like First Peter tells us to cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. My co-host never has anxiety and always cares for you. Please welcome Gray Haas, everybody. Hey, Hallie. So nice to see you. So good to be here. Bless, 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 my brother. Oh, I just had an amazing weekend with my Climax kids. Well, what we did, Hallie, is we've got sister campuses all over the all over the state, all over the country, all over the world. Yeah. And one of those sister campuses that we have is an urban youth ministry in downtown Indianapolis. Now, mm. it is really cool because we get some of our Climax kids together with some of these urban youth. And we just really like to find a lot of, um, we you know, we just find a lot of synergy with these urban youth and what we're doing in their ministry, what, what our kids are doing with uh, Climax. And we had such a great event this weekend. We got some of the urban youth up to uh, the parking lot and they did a little presentation of some of the dancing that they do, some of the singing that they do. And they also did something called Holy Ghost Ride the Whip. Now, this is really cool, Hallie. Uh, What they did is a bunch of these kids who have the driver's licenses and a few with the learner's permits, a few of these kids got some of the Scions, uh, which is the car that uh, a lot lot of the kids like these days. You might remember the um, commercial with the hamsters? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those cars, the little boxy things. Cool. And what they do, they turn on the car, they play some cool Christian hip hop music, like Crunchy Luke or some of the others. And then what they do is they slowly let the car roll. They open the door and they, they dance beside the car as the car sort of drives itself. Oh, wow. Now, this was really cool, Hallie, because you could just tell, you know, some of them had uh, stickers on their car that said, you know, Jesus, take the wheel and things like that, because really, literally, he is, because there's no one there. And Hallie, it was so fun. The only problem was we did have a bit of ice uh, in the parking lot over the weekend and a bit of black ice, which is unfortunate. Uh, Unfortunate name for the ice and an unfortunate thing for for what happened, because one of the scions sort of spun out and one of my kids uh, do you know radix conroy sure you know radix was doing something that basically all the urban youth were saying don't do which is you know don't get in front of the car don't get beside the car we're trained professionals we know how to do we know how to holy ghost ride the whip radix for some reason thought he could sort of chase after the car and when the car hit the black ice it sort of slipped and run over his foot And so now he's got, you know, it was compound fracture of his ankle. Bone was sticking out. It was really rough to see. But after we sort of got past that little hiccup, somebody took him to the hospital. We just had a great weekend with the urban youth. That's so cool. I thought it was great. And just it's so cool how we have so much in common. How was your weekend, Hallie? Well, I'm on a mission, my friend. I got to tell you something. We're sitting down to dinner this week because we're trying as a family to uh, have a family meal once, ev- at least once every single 
week where we all sit down at the table together, no phones, no screens. We eat together, we sit together, we talk together. And you would not believe how challenging it is just to get everyone there. Like we're doing this, right. you know, even just once a week, it feels like it's impossible. It's so important. So anyway, we sit down this week and my husband, Lance Labonte, he says today, he goes, hey, Day, would you do the honors, son, you know, to bless the food? And Day goes, no, thanks. <sighs> And Gray, I'm telling you, this kid, I had steam coming out of my ears, but I was not going to get into it with him. So I said, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll pray. You know, I'm just not even going to do it. And so I don't even know what I said. I did some kind of angry prayer, you know, to make a point about how good God is and how we don't deserve his love, you know, to kind of just stick it today a little bit. And so then we're eating and everybody's kind of on eggshells because they can tell I'm still seeing red. And so I'm like, you know what? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about prayer right now in the power of prayer, buddy. Okay. Because, you know, it's a privilege to take it to the Lord in prayer. Don't you think so? Absolutely. So Day sort of rolls his eyes and he goes, mom, I'd like to hear the statistics because he's in a statistics class right now in high school. And so he, he wants to be all cool. He thinks he's smart and so he says I'd like to hear the statistics between cases of cancer that were prayed for or not and see if there's any difference in the cases of you know a patient being healed or whatnot you know he said what about families with kids serving overseas you know what's the statistical difference between soldiers who are prayed for not being blown up by roadside bombs and stuff like that and he was like it seems to me like soldiers lose legs and families lose their fathers to heart attacks at the same rates whether they're prayerful or not And so I said, you know what, Day? I'm not going to get mad. I'm going to go get the facts. And I have a new mission. And so I'm launching my own statistical research project to see if there's any difference between families experiencing tragedy any less when they harness the power of prayer. So I I covet your prayers, brother. Well, I cannot wait to hear the results of that study. And you know what Billy Graham said? He said there are lies, there are darn lies, and then there are teenagers with statistics. Just like Hebrews tells us to fix our eyes on Jesus, I'm inviting you to fix your ears on our guest today. Please welcome Carly Weatherstein. Hi. Hey, Carly. Hello. So nice to see you. Hi. So great to be here, guys. I mean, I just, I mean, I love the, I love the podcast. It's just, it's really like fills my heart up every well, week. Well, we love oh. you, Carly. You're such an important member of this community. Oh. You might be the most important member oh. of this community. Wow. I'm serious. Wow. Well, That's... Carly, tell us a little bit about your ministry because it has completely transformed Formed, how people interact with uh, the outreach of Twin Hills? Well, you know, I it's called uh, Crisis Prevention Hotline. And um, basically what I, what I wanted to do was um, kind of be the middleman between um, people here at Twin Hills and God. Um, so if, cool. if awesome. they're lonely, if they're having like a, like a, a Christ related, uh, crisis, if they're, maybe they're, um, maybe they're thinking about taking a step in the wrong direction. Mm. Maybe they're having some like internal conflict and, you know, sometimes you need to talk to God, um, and you pray and maybe you don't hear him with your ears. Yeah, that's right? right. That's right. But you know what you do hear with your ears? Somebody on the other end of a telephone. Isn't that right? And that is called, and just to, so they listen, so that's called the Christ is Prevention Hotline, Christ right? Is prevention. Christ, Christ is Prevention. Christ is Prevention. Christ, Christ is, is Prevention Hotline. Christ, Christ, Christ is, is, pre- Christ Christ is Christ. Prevention. That Christ is, is Prevention. That is great. And should we go ahead and, uh, what is the number if they want to call it? Yes, it's um, it's my, my actual phone number, okay. uh, 818-555-1239. Wow. So, and that's just your, that's just your cell phone number. Yeah, it's yeah, it's my it's my personal cell phone. Ooh, where's a one eight? Where are you, you know, from? I don't. I you know it's a strange thing because I I 
I've lived in Broad Ripple my whole life. Um, but that's an interesting that's thing. That's what they I gave do, you, huh? Well, I called and I said that I needed a new cell phone number because I used my first one and then it got some some bad kids got it and Aww. I was getting all these bad phone calls. So I had to change it. Turns out there was no more of the Broad Ripple area codes. So they just, I said, I need something exotic so that nobody will know. That's they gave good. me an 818. I don't. I don't really know where where it is. That's cool. Yeah. So that is cool. And so far, we've been reaching a lot of people with this new this one this new number. So you are basically on call all the time. Yeah. The only time I'm not answering calls for crisis prevention is when I'm actually at a service okay. uh, at Twin Hills, and cool. I attend all the services. Really? Oh, you go to all five every weekend. All five every weekend, That's and so all cool. 327 over Christmas break. That's so Amazing. good. You saw every single every Christmas service. Single. One. That is wow. awesome. Yeah. And so you can attest to the fact that it was totally improvised every rapping. single time. Every single time. It was time. different every single cannot, time. Cannot, I cannot believe that the just the just the the God the just the, the channeling that happened and from that's so cool. him yeah. through them. Now what is an example of a call that you've had recently that you've just that's really warmed your heart? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. where you can where we can really see crisis prevention hotline at work. Yeah. So I usually I have, um, I kind of like to start out when the phone rings, what I like to do is I start out with a small prayer so that I can be sort of open to yes. receiving, yeah. um, what God wants me to, to tell to them. So the phone's ringing, you're praying. Yes. And phone. sometimes does the, the do they awesome. think maybe you're not going to pick up? Well, you know what? Sometimes you think God's not going to pick up, but oh, he always really? does. Wow. Right? Isn't that right? the truth? Yes. So there's just a little bit of time in there for them to sort of get settled with what it is they're really really asking because sometimes there's a question under the question that's right? right and if it goes to voicemail they can always call they back. call back that's they right. call back and and sometimes the voicemails are good because then when i'm just at home i can just sometimes i just listen to the voicemails and i can you know remi- be reminded what's on my prayer list and feel you know like there's someone talking to me so it's right. all the things are good. so so basically for a, a phone call i just kind of like yeah. say a little prayer oh, yeah. say dear god Please allow my intuition to be clear and my vessel to be full so that you may talk through me into this phone. And please allow me to hear this person, the question and the question under the question. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Went to voicemail. Oh, gosh. And when that happens, it's so hard. Right. It's so hard. But do you put a nice outgoing message on the voicemail? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like hi, this is Carly with Crisis Prevention, or one of the people that also answered the calls for Crisis Prevention. Uh, we love you. God loves you. If we didn't answer, call back soon. See, Great. that's good. That's good. That's yeah. good. So say that one didn't go to voicemail because yeah. it, it was really ringing for a while. But say this time it picked up. What's an example of this type of story you get? Uh, you know, I was just kind of introduced myself and I say, hi, I'm Carly with Crisis Prevention. And then they normally say something. I mean, I'm, sometimes they say something like, um, hi, Sam, you're not here yet. And I'm like, no, no, I'm Carly. And they're like, Sam? And I'm saying, no, Carly, Sam. And then it's like, oh, Oh, got they the wrong were, number. they got the wrong number. Okay. Uh, Sometimes that happens. Um, so that's the call that that we don't really count as. And number. do you still try to help them? Of course, right. because here's the thing: how did they get that wrong number? That's right, God. That, yeah, that's right. There God. are no coincidences. That's right. No, exactly. No. So that is probably an example of someone who is maybe not a follower of Christ, yeah. but who could be, who's teetering on the edge yes. spiritually, doesn't even know it. They get they're having their own. Uh, Christ crisis. Well, that they, they don't, don't even, even know. know. Yeah, right. And so they get me, and so I, I'm, I'm like, hi, I'm Carly. Do you know about Christ? 
Mm-hmm. And then they they get confused. They're still looking for Sam. But we really sit down and we have a real a real discussion about about God and about, you know, really like tucking into your own um, spirituality. And and when I say spirituality, I want to be really clear that I don't mean like the spiritual woo woo stuff. Spirituality, because yeah. right. yeah. I did used to um, in my kind of old life, I I used to to sort of dip my toe into that stuff. And and oh. I I've really I've really turned a corner. So that's good. I don't mean that. That's good. I mean, I get that. I mean, the the progressives and the liberals—they've oh. really kind of—they've um, stolen that word spirituality, haven't they? They have because it means basically that you know there might not be any moral you know underpinnings because there's no divine creator of the universe who's you know given a ten commandments type of thing. You know right. what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. So here you've got a person on the line. It's just a wrong number, and they're you know looking for Sam, and you're and you're trying to let them know mm-hmm. that they are morally bankrupt. Right. They have a Christ-shaped hole in their heart, mm-hmm. and that you know they're going to eternally suffer and waste their one and only life. And you let them know that you are in a state of depravity and you need Christ. Yeah. How does that usually go? And how do they respond? Really well, usually, because I just, I just, I just open it up with honesty and I just say, you know, do you know Christ? No, 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 don't hang up. And, and I say, listen, you know, you, you pick, you picked up the phone and called me. Right. Right. You, you called, called me. me. Yeah. My name's Carly. You called me. Let's have a conversation. Just let's just talk for five minutes. Let, let me thing. help you. Mm-hmm. Let me help you get through this. Mm-hmm. And um, and 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 really, I just I just dig in and I just say, listen, I used to be like you. You know, yeah. I don't know you specifically at all, you know, but I'm saying I'm like you in that I didn't know God. You right. know, I. I did yoga, you know, oh. I, I went to therapy. I, I oh. had some crystals in my house. I, you know, I, Oof. I just, you know, I, and I, you I were just, deep. You yeah. Were very deep. And I, I had, I had friends back then, but they didn't, you know, I, I don't have them anymore. And, and it was just, and I just start telling them about my life. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and by the end, there's usually this, like a long silence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realize what intuitively in my heart, what I know is that they're quietly praying. Wow. That's great. Yeah. That's see, you're sharing your story. There's a power. I mean, the, the, your witness, yeah. you know, and yeah. they might just be trying to tell Sam that his poodle is done being groomed and he needs to pick up his dog. But now they find themselves standing there in the middle of their uh, grooming salon, uh, silently praying to themselves That's because right. of Carly. You yeah. know what? And, and what's really uh, is sticking out to me of what you're saying about crisis prevention hotline and that I'm remembering is that it doesn't matter what you're calling into the crisis prevention hotline for or about. Christ is a one size fits all answer mm-hmm. to whatever that thing is you're going through. Mm-hmm. It could be a wrong number. It could be I'm looking for the sky, Sam. It could be, hey, I'm I'm standing on a bridge and I'm going to jump unless someone gives me a reason. Yeah. It could be. Who gave me this chlamydia? Right. It could be I, I'm, I ate too much gluten and now I've got a stomach ache. All of these things that you might call into some kind of a hotline for. Real crisis. Those are real crises that all have the same answer. Christ. Christ. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Isn't mm. that so cool? That is awesome. That's why I started this. He's know? the answer. And you know what? It kind of makes it easy because you don't have to go get a degree, you know. No to, training. Right? Mm-mm, because not any. Christ is going to be the answer right. every single time. Christ is the training. He's trained. 
Right? Wow. And what the Holy Spirit's going to give you the words. Absolutely. That's so why I do that pre-call prayer to really him. open up invite so that I can in. invite him in. That's exactly right, Hallie. You'll always know what to say. Yeah. Is it? What's an example of a really scary one you've gotten that has really tested the limits? Oh, um, you know, uh, three and a half weeks ago, I got a, uh, I think probably this, one, probably the, the scariest call to date. It was a, um, a woman who called screaming, okay. screaming, and then quickly got very quiet. And so I, I immediately was like, hi, I'm Carly. This is Crisis Prevention Hotline. And she said, he's, he's in my house. <gasps> and I said, thank God, Christ is there with you. Yes, yes. 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 And th- then um, she said, she's, then she got real whispery. She said, she said, no, he's downstairs. Oh. He's downstairs. I'm under the bed. And I, I realized that like somebody was in someone's house, like, like a home invasion. Oh, she thought maybe and it was 911. And I, I oh. think she did think it was 911. And she said, she said, you know, she's like, please, please, please send someone, please send someone. And I said, I, um, I, I'm, uh, God, I'm sending, I'm sending, I can send, I can send God. And she was, she, she was crying quietly. And, and I said, I said, I can put you, I mean, I can, I'm going to put you on my, on my prayer list. Where is he right now? Where is, and she said, he's moving up the stairs. I can hear him coming up the stairs. And, and I'm, I'm getting upset and I'm, you know, I'm like halfway trying to like, like do my own prayer to God. Like, okay, my, my, I'm not really hearing you right now and, and trying to channel it through to her. And then, um, I heard a, a, like a scream and like some, like some ruckus and then, um, and then just, just silence. And then, and then the phone kind of, I like it heard a little movement and then I heard some like <sighs> into the phone and, okay. and then the phone went off. So I'm, I'm, I think maybe she was quietly praying again. So in that moment, what was the Holy Spirit saying to you to say? It's so hard because she was so screamy at the beginning that it was hard Mm. to hear, Mm -hmm. you know? And then there was all that ruckus. So she really made it hard for me to really Mm. tap to tap in. I was so listening with my left ear. I couldn't hear God with my right. Well, you know what? This is a pretty common thing because I have been in a scenario, for example, where one of my kids... Uh, had a peanut allergy. Oh. I had to call nine one one, and for some reason, my hand just sort of started dialing an eight one eight number. Yeah. And the person was like, "Hello," and I was like, "I'm really sorry. I was trying to call nine one one, and for some reason, I dialed an entire phone number." So it can happen when you're yeah. in a stressful situation. Oh yeah. A lot. Yeah, you're filled with adrenaline. You know, I'm going to put this in my, I'm doing research right now, Carly, on the power of prayer. Mm. And I'm going to put your story in the power of prayer. Oh, oh, I'd I'd be so blessed. It changes things, doesn't it? It really does. It's very powerful. And you can see its effects almost immediately. Not always. Sometimes you got to wait. You've probably got to have some boundaries or they're going to get you pretty, I would say, even depressed because you're probably thinking about all these other people's problems all the time. Well... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but also if you're thinking about other people's problems, then, you know, maybe there's not a lot of room to think about your own. And, and in comparison, I really don't have any, I mean, I have, I have twin Hills and I have God in that right. And I, I have, um, I have my, my four cats and my dog, Jim. Oh, and, um, you know, we just cuddle up together and we answer these phone calls and we, we help, we help people. And, uh, you know, I just, I just, uh, thank God every day that I, I have a, 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 I have that 818 number. 
And you that's know? so right. cool. Yeah. That's your own number. Yeah. That's my, my, my personal number. So when you go to sleep, every night when I go to sleep, I put my phone on airplane mode and then I hit the little moon thing too. You have to keep yours on. I keep it on. Oh, the nighttime is uh, highest call volume. Really? So how do you get any sleep? I don't, I don't really sleep that much. Yeah. Um, I get, you know, you have, a, you have lulls. Uh-huh. Um, I, 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 I do some sleeping between um, like, like 11 and 1 when mm-hmm. people are out socializing yeah. you know that's that's really kind of a slow time yeah um but then when two o'clock rolls around you know these are and these are these are some people who maybe aren't going to church on sunday morning you know so it's it's here's the thing it's it started with just uh you know the people here at the church it has it has kind of trickled out really so i think i think what it is is that you know people want to share you know they want to share the help so mm-hmm. you know the people here at the church i haven't actually had to too many calls from people at the the church come to think of it i i really love it i don't i would love to to you know like maybe get to know some more people maybe have some other people answer phone calls yeah i could get another 818 number how did you come to find jesus and christ specifically in your life that is a gosh that is the story right so i um i grew up i grew up um in a, in a family who who um, they were very religious, but I somehow just missed it. And I just, now I'm so embarrassed by it because I, I had real resistance to it. And I, I kind of moved away from, from that world. And I sort of embraced things like, like I said earlier, like, like yoga and, and I had crystals and I, mm-hmm. I did therapy and I did a lot of like self work, Aww. you know, I know. Yeah. And, um, I, I, uh, I did, I did the occasional uh, plant medicine journey. I just, I really, oh. really dove in on on that sort of stuff. And I was going to therapy one day. I was, and I was sitting there with my dad, and he he said to me, you know, he said, uh, Carly Marie, you're not going to find what you're looking for in therapy. You're going to find it in Sunday school. He's mm. wise. He was right. Did right. I listen? No. Just out of nowhere, this this t- giant eighteen wheeler truck t bones me. My car <gasps> oh. f- flips. And does like a spin. I lose time or blackout. I'm not really uh-huh, sure what happened. Uh-huh. I come to and um, the, they're like the jaws of life. There's like people there. Wow. And I just hear this voice. And, and he says to me, Carly Marie, if you're not going to listen to your father, maybe you'll listen to your heavenly father. And they pull me out of the car. And I can't really see twin hills but i could see the the parking lot yeah with the the tennis court and i and i thought was that a tennis court? oh twin oh <gasps> this is where i need to be whoa it was your road to damascus story yeah so your father was still in the car when when you heard that yeah he didn't make it oh i'm so sorry sometimes when i get a call i just hope it's him you hope it's my dad. Oh, it never is. I wouldn't think it would be. Wow. Yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. I it's, just no, it's, it's okay. like an um, it's a vulnerable. You well, know, you take um, on a lot. Right. I mean, yeah. You take on a lot. Yeah. And if it was him calling, I mean, that would be crazy because that would mean you know. As a telephone. Have you heard of the Enneagram? Yeah. Because <gasps> I was gonna bet that you're a two. Oh, I'm a three. 
Really? Yeah. See, the two's the helper. The Enneagram is like a Myers-Briggs, but it's more not putting value on the word of your, your outgoing, your introverted or whatever. Those have like value judgments where people think, oh, this is good or bad. This is just you get a number. I was trying to figure out what one would be low BMI. Do you know what that is? I think that could be a six. Okay, because I'm not sure if that would be a personality thing, but I would definitely be that as well. Is there one for lonely? I think that's a five. Oh, maybe I'm a five. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The Bible says that God is close to the brokenhearted. Isn't that so cool? He's right here with me. Isn't that so cool? I mean, it's interesting that you used to go to therapy, and yep. now you are the therapist. Yes. Isn't that so cool? It, it's real. It's a real uh, path I've walked um, with Jesus. You know what's ironic, too, is you used to do something that you said was called self help. Yeah. And I've never heard a sillier phrase <laughs> right. than self-help in my entire life. It's just silly, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to help yeah. myself. Basically, the only thing you could do with that is, hey, I'll have another piece of cake. Right. <laughs> right. But when you add Christ into the equation, mm-hmm. into the crisis crisis, Christ is, pre- Christ prevention. is, preven- Christ Christ is, is prevention. prevention, crisis prevention, then what you're doing is you're saying, hey, it's not self-help. There's somebody here helping you, and also you mm-hmm. are you're also helping them help themselves find Christ. Right. right. So I'm help. I'm you're helping. God's helping me. They're helping you. God is helping you. They're calling me. They're calling you. you right. For God help from God. Right. And God God's is helping there. You help them, and, and they're calling you right. for help from Him. And, and yeah. He's helping you. And who's helping? Help them. You. I don't. I'm sorry, I meant to say, who's helping them? Oh, you I'm helping them. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm that's helping good. them. Well, that's why I asked about the Enneagram, because a lot of times twos, if you're a two, meaning the helper, that you end up giving and you give and you give and you give. This might be three, two. And you give 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 and you give. And then you realize that your cup um, is empty. You know, a lot of moms are twos. That's funny. Is it like you're just like a... A shell of who you used to be, like a shadow. When you're a mom, yes, yeah. Oh, you're talking about number two, or but both. I'm not. I've never been a mom. So oh, um, you're a mom. You got you got day. I do. Right? I have day and some other ones. And you know what? You get through the day. Um, you just get through it. <laughs> you just get through it. Um, I've heard an old uh, folklore thing about how when you're child turns 13 you put them in a barrel that has a hole in it and you just feed food through the hole and then you when they reach 16 you plug up the hole or something like that i don't know when they reach 18 you just send that barrel over niagara falls now i think i'm messing it up i messed it up that's not what the thing is but anyway you get through it i think Gray is a saint to, to spend his time with teenagers. Oh. is a true calling. He has a mm. calling on his life, and he's yeah. good at it. I mean, nobody can put rips in his jeans like that and shark bites in his tank tops like that. So this is awesome. It's so positive that you're doing this with your life. And your, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so, Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, I, had it on, I, had right it on, I had it on buzz. Oh, okay. I got it. Goes off. Okay. Hang on one second. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, exciting. Okay. Do you mind if we listen in? No, no, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. Uh, Hi, this is Carly with Crisis Prevention Hotline. Oh, I, I, hang on. Can you call right back? I didn't say my prayer. Hang on. Hang on. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm so up. sorry. I hope that they call. I'm going to just say the prayer real fast in case they call back. 
dear God, please come down, surround, protect, and love me. Please help me to be my vessel to be clear, my intuition to be open, so that you may work through me to help heal, comfort, and protect whomever is calling. Wow. That was incredible. So inspiring. And nothing yet. Oh my God, it's but okay. okay. Sorry. Great. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> hi, hi. This is Carly again with Crisis Prevention Hotline. Hi. What's your name? Oh. You're looking for Sam? Sam Cola. Uh, Sam. No, no, okay. Hi, Robert. Yeah, no, you've, we've talked before. Okay, we've talked before. Yeah, this is still Carly. This is the, no, I don't know where Sam is, but you know who I, you know who I do know where who is? God. Do you want to talk about God? Have you been baptized yet? We talked about that last time. Ro- yeah. Me? Oh, uh, oh yeah, I'm, uh, I'm wearing some, some, uh, just blue jeans from, from JCPenney, um, white tank top and a, uh, just like a, like a orangey sweatshirt with some knit holes in it and my, uh, my Uggs, my, oh, oh gosh, just some, uh, from the Gap, I think, my, just some undies from the Gap and, uh, just a, a bra from the Gap, love the Gap. Is, is, is this, do you, do you, oh, do you need the visual so that you can pray? Okay, that's fine if you need the visual so you can pray. Praying is so important. How, whatever you need to ease yourself into it, Robert. You want me to... What? What was that? Are you... Are you still there? Some Sorry, there's just some strange noise. I can't... Hey, Robert, this is Carly. You better, you better make sure no one's in his house. Oh my gosh, Robert. Get, un, get, say, get under the bed. Get under the bed right now. I'm putting you on my prayer list. I am putting you on my prayer list. Hang up the phone. This is not 911. If someone is in your house, get under the bed, call 911, and pray. I, I got this is too much for me. I had to that hang was up. so. That powerful. was a god thing. We got to see her in action, Carly. That was incredible. <sighs> Thank you. I feel really. This is like a it's like high adrenaline. You know, high adrenaline. It's incredible. Um, and all of that is a Gap Ensemble. You look great. Yeah, well, the jeans are from J.C. Penney. I said. Well, just like Jesus reached down into the dirt to make a miraculous mud pack, I'm reaching into the mailbag, everybody. Here we go. Dear Hallie Gray and guest, Carly, I recently married the love of my life and became stepdad to a strong-willed 11-year-old girl named Dakota. I want to raise my stepdaughter in the one true faith, and I'm struggling to protect her from worldly pursuits that I feel will lead her down the wrong path. For example, she's obsessed with the Harry Potter books and films, which we all know promote witchcraft and the occult. I have tried to introduce Dakota to a Bible-based young adult literature series called The Adventures of Young Christ, but she says the books are stupid and lame and that she hates me. Any advice you might have would be a blessing. Yours in Christ, Randy. Oh, what a beautiful, sincere question. I mean, I feel his pain. I can feel it. I can feel it right through the email. Absolutely. Well, one thing I would say, Randy, is when you've got kids uh, around that age and she's about to be a teenager, so look out, you know, you're going to get these uh, types of outbursts that they don't really mean. In fact, what I like to say is 80% of what your teenager says they don't really mean and 80% of what they feel they don't really feel. Mm. The other 20% you can deal with just at arm's length. So, you know, uh, Dakota... You know, you're going to get a little bit of North Dakota sometimes, and you're going to get a little bit of South Dakota mm. sometimes. And depending on what a mood is, mm-hmm. you know, one day she might like the adventures of young Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then the next day she might say uh, she hates you and never wants to see you again. Mm-hmm. So just remember, take everything with a grain of salt and keep reading those books to her. Cause I have a feeling she's going to eventually think they're awesome. 
That's true. That's yeah. true. Also, you know, if she's if she's feeling lonely, she can just call 818-555-1239. And, um, you know, I both, we're here. For, I'm here for both of them. That's either right. either stepmom so or there's, daughter. There's so. no age limit on who can call in. No, all ages. Because it's all appropriate. It's, there's nothing that's not appropriate. That is so cool. Now, I would say this. A lot of Christians uh, are fine with the Harry Potter stuff. They say, you know what? It's fantastical. It's like the Lord of the Rings. It's okay. It's all made up. Some Christians will go for it. Some Christians won't. I say, whatever you decide in your house, that's fine. And I, But I heard something. Something came out about J.K. Rowling this week that I thought was good. It was something that she's um, on the right side of something. She's saying that uh, you can't... She's on the right side of something. I feel like she's just came out in the news that J.K. Rowling, she might be writing some witchcraft stuff, but in real, which is, you know, on the line, borderline, but in real life, she's against some, oh, she's against something that we're supposed to be against and not believe in, which is funny because she's making a make-believe and then we're supposed to not Something. I think we're supposed to be supporting her right now because she's against something. I think she's against something that we're supposed to be against. Kylie, what would you say to support uh, her about J.K. Rowling? Um, you know, probably not about that. About Decoder and oh, the yeah. books. Yeah, just to call me. Okay, great. I mean, I'm always excited to talk to people. I'm going to call you sometime, oh Carly. God. Sometimes I feel lonely when I'm sitting at a stoplight. I would call you. You could call me even if you're not lonely. Like we could just like get a coffee. I would love to get coffee with you. I would yeah. love to call you. We could go to the coffee cart. We could meet. We could go up to the coffee cart. We could go up to do this in remembrance of tea yeah, and meet spin up the there. Wheel. We could spin yes. the wheel. We could do all of it. I would love to hang out to oh be honest gosh. with you. I think you're to be honest, you're so attractive. You're so lovely. I want to. Wow. I want to surround myself with people who inspire me. I could talk to you about my problems. I I struggle with my weight and mm. I hate my body. Oh. And so I just want to. Well, I know. think you're getting. Oh, a you, call oh your phone's lighting <gasps> up. Oh, okay. Oh, it's dear, God, dear God, please be working there, me so I can. I wonder what the cell phone bill is like. I know. So I can help heal, protect, and love. Amen. Okay. Hello. Hello. This is uh, Carly with Crisis Prevention Hotline. What's your name? Oh, nope. Still not Sam. Hi. Hi, Robert. Hi. Have you prayed yet? Okay. Yeah, sure. Moist. Moist. Sorry. Did you say moist? Moist. Moist. Is that? Oh, sorry. One more. Moist. Oh, good. Carly Weatherstein was played by Katie Featherston. Find her on Instagram at Real Katie Featherston and on Twitter at Katie Diane with two N's. Oh, she's so lovely. Check her out. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon.